0: Good morning and welcome to this week's episode of Trending. I'm your host, Ben Rogers, and I'm joined by Putnam County Highway Superintendent Randy Jones. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Ben. So thankful you're here. Uh, We tried to hook up a little bit before and scheduling for either one of us hadn't worked out, but I got you by myself. Last time I wanted to try to get you in with the director of schools and the mayor, but we're going to get that up later on, probably during budget time. But you're the first highway superintendent I've had on, and I, I can't think of a better one to start with than you in Putnam County and uh, the main reason I want people to know of course I know most people know you but I want people to know what your office does and what you do and your your career Uh, but mainly I want all the people that listen to know about the functions of the highway department y'all do so much Um, you're responsible for so many things and a lot of people may not understand quite understand everything you're doing for the county and with all the discussions now uh, in Putnam County focused on building a new jail building a new school uh, what's the commission going to do? Your office kind of gets lost in the fray. Everybody kind of forgets about the highway department. So, another reason I wanted to have you on, and uh, you know, the weather the last couple of weeks, um, it's been made made you work a lot. So they're not forgetting about you too much.
1: The weather's been real tough on us in the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, last week we had uh, all the flooding with the five or six inches of rain that we had, uh, and it's usually the same places that we have to we know basically where we have to go uh, without anybody calling but uh we have uh areas that's down in the lower end of the county that's always flooded by the streams that runs right beside the roads and uh when it gets up a little bit it gets out in the road and and it just uh causes chaos for a little while
0: well and you're on call
1: 24-7 24-7 we're on call uh we keep uh two guys on call through the weekends that uh you call the sheriff's department and they'll uh contact us if we have any kind of uh trees down or road blockage or anything anything major then we we call out uh everybody and get things cleaned up
0: so if if you're listening and you have an issue on the weekend uh a tree down in the road uh something in the right of way that's blocking part of the road or Uh, a little bit of flooding or a tile that's stopped up, call the sheriff's office first on the weekend, and the sheriff's office will dispatch to your your people on call, and then you'll get out to to that area. Yes, as soon as possible. That's good to know. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about the flooding and some of that stuff you've had to deal with not only the last two weeks but since you've been here. But I want to start, uh, for everybody that that don't know, how long have you been Highway Superintendent, Putnam County?
1: This is uh, my 11th year. Uh, I got elected in 2010 and uh, I fulfilled the last part of mr. lamb's uh, uh, elect of uh, elected part of his term because he passed away and and uh, I was elected and he let me start in May of 2010
0: yeah the county commission actually appointed you in may of 010 the election was going to be in august of 10 and you were you were already running because uh red had was not running running and he was retiring unfortunately he passed away on us uh but you you were appointed to may and you officially became uh full-time in august after you won the election and you've won ever since and you've had an opponent every time right yes but you've been successful, and um, of course, proud for you. I, I consider you a friend of mine, and we talk quite a bit. Um, so, eleventh year, which will be your four, fourth term, yes, and sir. you got two about two and a half years left in this one. So, we won't talk about what's next after that yet, unless you just want to. But what was you? What were you doing before you became highway superintendent, Randy?
1: I was in the construction business. I my brother had a construction company, and uh, that's. What I've done most of my life is uh, run equipment, build roads, and residential work and, uh, throughout my
0: lifetime. So you just didn't show up to the election office and qualify with no experience whatsoever. And, and I want to talk about that right quick because uh, it's interesting in county government in Tennessee, you're one of two offices that actually requires – extra certifications or requirements just other than being of age and being and living in the county, you've got to go through a, a certifiable process and approved by the Tennessee County Highway Officials Board before you can actually file papers to run. Yes, sir. What are those requirements? Do you, you remember? I know some of them, but I'm not sure.
1: You have to have a high school education, GED. Uh, you either have to have four years of road uh, building supervision, uh, supervision. And uh, or two years of uh, engineering with uh, experience.
0: And I don't want to debate other offices with you because we talk all the time about qualifications for for offices, but I am thankful that at some point the legislature uh, put requirements on this kind of position because it's so important. I mean, you have, you if somebody that has no experience, and road maintenance, or building roads, or bridges, or anything like that, they get elected. That that could be dangerous for the county.
1: That's true. And uh, now the the election commission has uh, the the highway association has all of the ninety five counties basically uh, on the same uh, level of uh, qualification. Uh, the big counties are appointed. Uh, to their positions with the road supervisors, but uh, most of your small counties are still elected, and everybody has the same qualifications.
0: And I'm glad you brought that up uh, because counties across the state differ a little bit in structure. There's a few, and as you said, the big four, their highway administrator or public work director, as some people may, I think Knox County's the public works director, and what that means is he deals with the streets and other things. But there are a few counties across the state, rural counties, um, that actually have a structure where there's road commissioners that are elected. And
1: That's those, true.
0: And those yes. road commissioners that are elected actually appoint what they call a highway administrator, I guess. So they're, the highway superintendent or highway administrator is not actually elected. They're appointed by a board that is elected. Uh, we don't have that here. No. In Putnam County. you, you, As we said, you ran for office. You got elected. You are the highway superintendent of Putnam County. Um, you don't answer to anybody but the people.
1: That's true. That's my boss, though. <laughs> the people we're talking to right now that vote. That, that's right. That's, you're, you're, that's my boss.
0: The, uh, the voters in Putnam County are, are the only ones you answer to. And, of course, we've talked about the confusion of some county commissioners think they're the boss, but really the only control they have is your budget. And that's minimum, really, when, and we'll talk more about that later, too, with your budget based on the county uniform highway law. We'll talk more about that later on as well. But um, I just think it's interesting that uh, counties, what they do is they, they – for some reason it's usually political they decide they want uh a, more than one person in charge of the roads and they do this road commissioner thing and, and if you talk to other counties that are in that and, and if you have what have they said about that
1: i have talked to a few and uh most of them uh agree with it uh but uh we have a few that that's not uh that's not as happy as others are so uh you know it's it's about a 50 50 that ones that do like it are really satisfied and i
0: imagine it's a little bit stressful on them that are appointed instead of elected because they're doing the same job you are but they have three to five or seven bosses that they have to answer to and they got to worry about satisfying them and it's real political and you know you upset the majority of that you're you could be fired just like that that's true so that's the going the downsides for the person for the actual highway administrator in that structure of uh, having road commissioners elect them but the road commissioners are elected um depends on the cycle that's another thing i want to talk to you about on the election cycle in the state of tennessee is different in some counties as well it's not here in putnam uh you're elected the same year as the governor in what we call the general election. Uh, this year is not a gubernatorial election. It's not a county election in Putnam, other than the assessor. But some county highway department or highway officials are elected in the same year as the assessor of property. That was a private act as well, I believe. The county changed that for their highway superintendent. Uh, do you know why, Randy? That happened. Is it political? I mean, I don't. You know, personally, I'm of course I'm a CTAS tax consultant and work with some of these people. I don't understand why the highway superintendent's not elected with everybody else.
1: I I don't know Ben unless uh you know, through the past they may have had a uh supervisor or something that did like uh Mr. Lamb maybe pass away and then they they'd have a special election to uh, to elect somebody and then it puts the sequence off two years and uh, you know, it, it would be tough to be uh running on a year where there's not many people and anybody on the ballot because it's it's hard to get people to come out and vote when when you have the governor and everybody running you know yeah. the the election uh the voters don't turn out like they used to so it. that's right
0: that's a good point if you're a highway superintendent running uh in the same year as the assessor a non gubernatorial election then you may have half the turnout for the vote. And and you and I talked about the assessor situation as well, and that happened years ago with the state. Uh, obviously an assessor or somebody got upset that uh, about getting elected and they wanted to – I imagine it's one of those things where they thought they might get beat in the election year and thought, well, let's get a private act and change it to two more years down the road – don't understand that either. Uh, you and I talked maybe the assessor and the mayor shouldn't be elected in the same year. Some people think that. Or maybe the assessor and the trustee need to be elected in different years. I don't understand it. I know it costs the county money um, to have more elections, but it's one of those things where there's nothing we can do about it. And Putnam County don't have to worry about you being elected this year. You're you you know you're up in two years. So it's, it's okay the way it is now for us. But that's just interesting how things are different in highway departments across the state. I have one county that in my area and up upcoming becoming the has Road Commissioners, the Cannon County has Road Commissioners, and they, of course, appointed Wayne Hancock, does a great job. But that's the only county that's becoming like that. So anyway, um, good conversation so far uh, informing the public about how things are different across the state. When we come back, I want to talk about your budget a little bit and and the tax increase last year. You actually benefited just a little bit from that with the commission and and talk more about your operations. You're listening to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM at 1600 AM. We'll be back shortly with my guest, Randy Jones, Putnam County Highway Superintendent. Welcome back to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM at 1600 AM. This has been Rogers, your host. My guest is Randy Jones, Putnam County Highway Superintendent. Randy, you got elected in 2010. You're working on your 11th year in office. You've done a fantastic job for this county. I appreciate you as not only a constituent uh, citizen, but uh, as a commissioner in my sixth year, and you and I have worked well together, we communicate well. You call me if you need something, I call you if I need help with a constituent. You've always been there for me. Um, Last year, the, the budget cycle was a little bit different for Putnam County with raising taxes, but... One thing, you did close fiscal year 2019 in the black, uh, and it's not always like that. Um, I think you had a little over $2 million in fund balance, but Mother Nature can really affect how you operate throughout the year. Um, but you were able to to be in the black, but it was, there was an exception.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, our reason we were in the black was uh, we didn't get any asphalt uh, in paving done last year uh because of uh the improved act put more money into the uh budget for the state and all of our big contractors that does our bidding, they uh they'd rather go to work for the state and stay down there and, and lay several thousand tons to come to a county and and lay two or three thousand. So
0: well for county government and for infrastructure in the county, the Improve Act, which was the increase in the gasoline motor fuel tax was a good thing for highway departments, for infrastructure, for, for commissions, because, you know, commissions are or some commissions um will fund and we'll, we'll talk about that more later, their counties with local revenue. Some of them don't. Some counties completely depend on the revenue from gasoline motor fuel tax. But the legislature tried to help the counties out. Did you do you think they ever thought about, you know, when they helped the counties and the state that they'd run out of people to do paving and work?
1: No, they didn't think about that.
0: But, uh, <laughs> they didn't think that far down the road, did they? they?
1: <laughs> they but the you know the gas tax is uh, is basically what the uh, highway departments are funded over with, and uh, throughout the years the gas tax hadn't been raised in several years, and the uh, economy overtook the our revenue uh, was short for what we were having to pay out for for our products and uh i was for the gas tax i i I was for that but it if it wasn't for the gas tax i would be up county commission begging for a tax increase and then most of the time that calls for a property tax increase so i'd rather uh somebody that's traveling over the interstate be paying part of the price for the gas for the roads uh it don't matter if uh you buy a gallon of gas in Memphis, or if you buy a gallon of gas in Bristol, it all goes. The tax goes into the one pot, and then it's divided amongst the county uh, and the state.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because one of the the, uh, the opponents the the to the gas improve act was saying, "Well, you're taxing us. Well, everybody that's buying gas is going to get taxed the same, but the difference is." People are, that are we call I called it a transient tax is what I called it because people are coming through our state down I forty coming north to south on seventy five and sixty five. They're going to stop in Tennessee, and they're going to get gas, and that's going to help you and the state infrastructure. And so it, it was it was passed by a pretty good vote, but the downside of that you have this money to use. Um, because the improve act gave you more money you you obviously want to improve your roads that's what's called the improve act and improve the infrastructure and that can mean paving or or oil and shipping or as i used to say tar and chip. um there's just not enough people to do paving because they're all working for the state because the state got money as well and they're working on these bridges and interstates and state highways
1: that's true and uh we uh we actually uh went into the paving business we bought a paver and a roller and had trucks and stuff so uh Putnam County does their own paving this year. Uh, you know, it, it's it's bad to miss one year that you don't have anything done, but you can't miss two. So uh you know, I took part of the money that we didn't spend on asphalt and uh bought equipment and put us in the paving business. Uh, it's not a it's not a savings for us to do it because it takes so much labor and trucks for uh, the county to do it and, you know, so many people. And we could, uh, I can hire it done as cheap, but. If you can't get the people to come work for you, you know you got to do something.
0: then yeah, because you're not—if you can't hire it out, you're not improving the roads. That's true. And you're there to make sure our roads are maintained. So, I, as a commissioner, I understood that, supported you on that, uh, and and just to be clear, it is your equipment, it's the county's equipment, and your laborers, your your employees are doing the work. You're you're having to buy the asphalt from somebody. That's but true. You're laying it down with your equipment and your employees. Some counties actually have an asphalt plant. There um, do, and I don't know if we ever even want to even bring that up. That's well, a that's a very political subject. But they make their own asphalt.
1: That's true, but there's only two in the state of Tennessee:
0: Green County and uh, uh, I can't Hay- Was it Haywood? Maybe Haywood County. County. I think there's the only one. two that do. And that's a big process. That that whole asphalt plan is it's got. There's a study that's got to be done actually by my agency, County Technical Assistance Service. Uh, we got to You got to consider all the costs, the the labor, the per ton cost, the transportation of it, um, all that, all those costs, and they got to go before the legislature and the committee there and present, and they say yes or no basically. They say
1: yes or no. And
0: the road builders don't like it.
1: And in our area here. If we tried to put in an asphalt plant, we would have to buy the sand and gravel from the people that, does the paving too, because they own the, the quarry. So, right. you know, it's, it would be, they would put us in a bind.
0: Yeah, that would. So you're doing your own paving. And I think it's a good thing. You, you, instead of waiting for a vendor to come in and do some work for you, you can now do it with your office. And I think that's being progressive and, and trying to, to move forward as well. There's so much responsibility that comes out of your office there. it's more than just paving a road. It's more than, uh, fixing a pothole and, you know that I worked for the highway Department when I was younger um yes I was i was I think I was right before I turned seventeen was my first summer working for for aforementioned red lamb that we talked about earlier uh worked four summers there two summers I was in high school, two summers in college and I often say uh, since I started before I graduated high school that was my first education was working at the highway department. A lot of good people there, uh, men and women, and uh, Miss Brenda, who's still with you, was there when I was there, and love her. She does a wonderful job. She is a um, excellent uh, budget bookkeeper, uh, HR person. She does it all.
1: She's been there twenty seven years.
0: Yep, and so you're dating me a little bit too, Randy. But I was I was young and loved my experience there. I, I, it, I'll tell you what, it it made me appreciate hard work. Uh, It made me appreciate exactly what goes on into a highway department, everything y'all do. So that was another thing about me being a commissioner. I was not new to county operations based on highway department. I actually lived it for four summers. Um, It makes you appreciate sunscreen, a good vented hat. Um, and a cool creek every once a cool on. creek every now and then, and good flags. If you're flagging on the road, a county road, and you have a good bright orange flag, people can see you. Uh, about lost my life a couple times on Pippin Road uh, and uh, Diddy Road. Uh, those are days that I do not want to relive when people just don't see you in the signs. But there's so much you're doing, Randy. I, what what do you and your staff spend the most time on uh, as far as services and operations of the highway department?
1: Well. In the summertime, we keep uh, four crews out mowing the right-of-way every day. Uh, there's two tractors per crew, and it takes about a month to make a cycle. From the each, each crew has a area that they're assigned to, and it takes them about a month to make their cycle, and they go right back by the time they get through it's already start ready time to mow again so
0: you can do that in a month
1: so yes that's great i didn't know that we can grow we can mow the county in a month wow and then we keep uh what we call long arm bush hogs out that uh mows the right away way back a lot of the trees and stuff uh we keep a crew that's putting in tile cleaning out tile and uh i keep two crews doing that most of the time and and we have uh, we have to do a lot of ditching, and now we have to keep our roads prepared for uh, when we get ready to pave. So we uh, pothole patching this time of year. You know, I got two crews right now just patching potholes every day, and and uh, the faster you patch them, the more it comes back. Seems like, but uh, we're trying to uh, that goes back to our paving. We're going to try to eliminate some of these older roads we have about. 12-mile of gravel road in Putnam County still. So
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you that, too. So 12 miles, but that's decreased a lot. So When, when you started in 2010, how many miles of gravel did you
1: mm, – I couldn't tell you how
0: many we had It was a lot more, more than 12 yeah. miles. Yeah. Uh, probably closer to 100, I would say. No, it was about 30 probably. Oh, was it really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought it might yeah. be more than that. Uh, no. Some of them, though, know, you can't get to and do anything with. That's true. They're on the side of the hill, uh, down in the holler, as we say, side of the hill. On
1: the – Creek Bank.
0: Creek Bank, and it's just tough to, to get payment on that. Um, when we come back, we're uh, winding up this segment, but when we come back, I, st- I want to continue to talk about, a little bit about the budget and the tax increase and some more of the services you provide because, like we said, you you mentioned a lot. There's just so many things you're having to do. And talk about your personnel and, and your employees. Um, good information, Randy. I appreciate you. We'll be back just in a few minutes on News Talk 94.1 FM at 1600 a.m. Welcome back to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. This is Ben Rogers. I continue visiting with Randy Jones, the Putnam County Highway Superintendent. He is the first highway superintendent I've had on this show. And I've been wanting to have him on and some others just to talk about their office and so much they do for counties. They're so important to our infrastructure in the county and and other operations. Randy, last budget year for the Putnam County Commission, there was a tax increase, 19.6 cents. You benefited a little bit with one cent of that um which and you know it's it's probably never enough but it was a little bit to help you 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 have a need uh you're you always going to have needs what were you able to use that money for
1: well the county has a step raise uh that the employees uh gets a 600 hundred dollar a year uh step raise every year so it usually by the time you uh do your step raises insurance is always going up uh Mostly uh, the money that we received from this uh, increase in our budget was uh, for personnel insurance and, and uh, longevity pay and everything.
0: I'll brag on the commission a little bit. I think um, one of the good things they've been able to do for their employees is if an insurance premium has went up for the employee, they've usually been able to cover it somehow. They help a lot. Yeah, and, and it's it's they're not taking their step raise and having to cover the insurance. They're The county's picked up a lot uh, in times in the past the actual premium increase so the employee didn't have to so i think that's good i think and i I, of course i'm a commissioner but i'm pro-employee as well and um the county don't operate without good staff and without good benefits you don't get good staff so If
1: if you don't have good people then the people's what makes me look good
0: yeah and i'll say this a lot of the people i worked with they're 20 now, 22, 23 years ago, are still there at the highway yeah, department. So, good, good people, good hard workers uh, out there every day. So, and I, in most cases, for your budget, um, personnel is the biggest part, biggest expense in That's your budget. True. Um, I think at one time, you're, you know, I know at one time Red kept more employees on during the spring and summer, and then he would downsize in the winter, but you're actually, you actually got a set staff where you can keep them going in the winter you're working as well
1: well we only have 37 employees and we have 700 mile of road uh, to work on so uh, in winter time when uh, we break things down i'll start a, a brush cruise what i call it we have a bucket truck and a, a grapple bucket truck and uh, we'll just go down a road that's all grown up and they'll start sawing and cutting and cleaning up and they'll just cut a lot of debris and overhanging stuff that, uh, through the winter time. And then of course we have to have extra uh, patching crews during the winter. So, you know, I don't, I don't have too many people.
0: And yeah, 37 people for a County, this size with that many miles of roads, that's it that is on the low end. Cause I'm not going to name any counties. I don't want anybody getting upset at me. There are counties that are, uh, a tenth the size we are that have 40 employees uh plus And that's tough for a county that's small and not many miles. There's a lot of employees going. So you've managed your staff real well in that aspect. Um, but your equipment, too, there's so much maintenance. Uh, that After employees, with maintenance and pa- – well, paving would be a big expense for you. But the maintenance of equipment, I, and that's a big part of your budget.
1: Yes, it is, uh, trying to keep everything – up uh safe you've got to keep equipment uh to where when you go to use it is it is operable but you got to keep it safe for the employees too you know it's 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 not only just uh the the maintenance of it but it's keeping everything uh where uh when you do use it uh you keep all your employees safe we like to, everybody to come home of the afternoon
0: yeah I, i've been there um One of the things I remember doing during a storm one summer is we worked till 9, 10 o'clock that night getting uh, trees out of the road, and uh, we were soaking wet. We didn't stay out of the storm. We were out in the middle of it and cutting up trees and, and getting them out of the way. And you mentioned right now you're moving a lot of brush from the roadway, and people I know are happy about that. Those areas, Randy, that flood a lot, um, it's not that the department and you ignore that area. There's just so much, only so much you can do.
1: There's so much we can do. You know, they're right beside of a, a stream or something that uh, the road bed and the stream bed is not very far from the same elevation and when the water gets up it has to come right down the road and there you know the hills are coming right down on each side and there's no place else to have a road
0: yeah and and so your budget and as we said last year you were able to actually bring in over five million a little bit over five million revenue and spend four million and as we said that changes but your fund balance is is pretty decent around two million at the time the year closed, but it's so important to have that in there and 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 the reason is uh ice storm in two thousand fifteen uh flooding uh, you know overtime is a big expense when those things happen. so if you have that in your fund balance, you're not having to go borrow money to to remove trees or to uh fix roads from flooding and icing and all that. you've got that cash available. you can go ahead and get done now.
1: two thousand and ten when I came in office. I came in office in May of the 10th. Uh, the big storm in Nashville was May the 9th that flooded Nashville. We didn't get it that bad, but the fall of 2010 we had uh, major uh, structure damage out north of town. You know, we we didn't lose any bridges or anything, but uh, approaches and and a lot of debris and everything and uh we worked through that with our fund balance and then some money from fema and we didn't have to uh ask the county commission to help us with it uh i had a project on mill creek it was uh, about a million and a half dollars uh we had a fund balance we handled most of it the county did uh contribute on only about four hundred thousand but uh Uh, other than that, you know, we usually work off our fund balances.
0: And the county is able to do that through their capital projects fund, and that's why I always stress how important it is to have that kind of fund with the cash in it to help you out or help another department out when emergency hits. Uh, we hope and pray an eye storm don't come like it did uh, five years ago because that that sent everybody in the county out. Everybody in the county was working. Your your department, EMS, fire, sheriff's office,
1: no, rescue squad, everybody,
0: rescue squad, that's right? Rescue squad. Everybody was out working. So we we you know. But it's important to have money. And now FEMA did come in and reimburse. But how <laughs> how long does it take FEMA to get you some money back, Randy? <laughs> well.
1: for <laughs> FEMA comes in and they they come in and they make good promises and they're gonna just help you right out and uh, about three or four years later you'll you'll start getting a little money and it don't never you you don't get reimbursed for everything you do you you know it still costs a lot of money when uh, FEMA come in, comes in these these uh, states where they have these large disasters and they talk about fema I, I feel sorry for those people that's that lives there
0: i remember back uh before 2014 i guess it was when ernest garrison was still in office in clay County. you remember how Ernest? um that they were affected by that flood in 2010 uh Cumberland river up there and it took them two and a half years to get money back from fema and yes. he'd, he'd really he'd almost forgotten about it and given it up and he got this check one day and he called me and said ben we finally got our money and it was like christmas for him he yes. had already paid for the work and, and used his fund balance to pay for it because up there in Clay County, the county commission does not support uh, the highway department through local funds. It's all gasoline motor fuel tax, which it is in a lot of my uh, counties in the upper county. But that, that FEMA process is slow, and there's a lot of documentation that goes with it. you got to have somebody on staff to make sure they allocate manpower and hours' work towards that project, what equipment you use towards it, and that's where that cost reimbursement comes from. And it's just a process.
1: Pictures and documentation, that's what FEMA's about. You, you When you first have a disaster, start taking pictures right there because uh, one picture's worth a thousand words, they say. And In FEMA, it really does make a big difference.
0: Is there one road that floods more than any in the county that you can name, or is there just a couple?
1: That- Mill Pond is bad. Uh, Martins Creek, uh, Carrington.
0: Right below, right below where I live, right, uh, right below in my area. Um, so we talked about winter months. Summer, you're obviously trying to pave as much as you can. Uh, you got a crew doing that. It costs to pave. For you now, what does it cost to pave one mile of road in Putnam County?
1: For us to do it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically the, about the same price. It, it, uh, we can pave a mile of road for about 75000 uh, 75000
0: $75, I mm-hmm. remember when it used to be around 50000 you yeah know,
1: and it's uh cost have went up mr lamb at one time he 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 paved a lot of roads mr lamb did and uh he could pave uh for like twenty seven dollars a ton and it costs us a well if we do if we get just for the mix now cost us about sixty for the cheap wow, it's almost triple. almost triple wow. and we're he would put a million dollars in uh and to contract services and that's what we try to put in too so you know he was working on about the same money but uh it just costs so much more
0: if somebody wants a tile put in um what what are they supposed to do
1: well they contact our office they go uh they contact us and tell us where their address and they purchase a, a tile and uh, tell us where they purchase it at and we go pick it up and we'll install it for them for, you know, if it's a new residence or they have a one that they have existing that they won't take out, we you know, we'll pick it up and install it, put a little rock on it.
0: That's great information. we got one more segment left with you, Randy. It's flown by for me. Uh, we've got a few more things to talk about when we come back. You're listening to News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. This has been Rogers, and I'll be back with Randy Jones, Putnam County Highway Superintendent. Welcome back to trending on News Talk ninety four point one FM. This is Ben Rogers, your host, and I'm with Randy Jones, the Putnam County Highway Superintendent. Randy, you've done a great job explaining to me and to to the, our listeners about all the things your department does uh, and how much you're maintaining roads and, and building roads. and uh, And that's something I actually didn't ask you. How often is it that you have to actually build a road anymore?
1: Well, we're not in a road building business we're in the maintaining uh we don't have enough money in our budget to to uh be building roads uh you know sometimes we will uh, we have a road that we can widen and make more accessible and everything but as far as this building we're we're not in the road building business
0: and you're not allowed to work on a road unless that road has been approved by the county commission and added to the county road list and to the, to the county map. I know I've been in your office a couple of times about roads in my area, and you said, well, Ben, that road ends right here, and this is a driveway, and I, technically by law I can't go work on that driveway. And that's the law. Um, so once a road is added to the road list by the county commission, you're allowed to work on
1: it. I'm allowed to work on it if, if it's in our system. Yes, I am.
0: But that doesn't mean you're mandated to work on it as well. You may not have the money. Uh, maybe a project you got to wait to build up money. So, and that's one thing of the that's one confusion. I actually got a call last week about a a, a road uh, not in our county, but in another county. Uh, well, we just added this. You know, the commission added. It was a citizen. The commission added this my road to the road list, but they haven't done anything. The Highway department hadn't done anything to it. Well, they technically don't have to, you know. I mean, they're in the maintaining uh, uh, maintenance business of roads, but if they can't get there with the money and do what they got to do, they're going to wait. And some people don't understand that. Uh, but you are doing the best you can to get to everything.
1: Yeah, so you know we we have uh, roads that are priorities. Uh, you know, we got a lot of roads that are heavily traffic uh, traveled, and we have to. They're the ones that you have to keep sure maintained and up up good. Uh, up to par and then you know we we uh if you take that five million dollars that our budget is and uh, divide that by 700 you don't get uh but about oh i think about uh 50 or 60 dollars or yeah 50 or 60 dollars a mile right and you know you can't even gravel road for that yeah. so you know it's just a lot of things that uh we have to do and, and you have to take in consideration of where it's at and how many residents are on it and you, you, we try to keep everything up as as good as we can and uh of course with our paving now we're we're going to try to uh uh some of these oil and chip roads or we're going to try to do away with and pave it's been they've just been patched and patched to death you know right. and uh we're going to try to uh do some uh paving on some of these roads and uh they're going to – it's it's going to be a big asset for us.
0: And so I want to make sure everybody understands how important your office is. You are basically in charge of the infrastructure of our county. Uh, these roads that are out in the county, they're roads you're maintaining. And there's often debates or, or conversations about what department the county should get the most money or who should be benefited from a tax increase. I I'm not tooting my own horn, but you can say that I've said several times in commission meetings. Well, we can't forget about the highway office or the highway uh, superintendent, because without good maintained roads, your sheriff deputies cannot travel uh, as as good as they do. Your EMS ambulance service cannot travel. Your school buses uh, cannot travel as well. Bad roads cause maintenance to their vehicles. Um, Impaired roads may limit them from getting to a student or to a, a citizen that needs help. Uh, that's Your your functions and services are so important to the county, a lot of times it goes unnoticed and the focus is on other things. So, first of all, thank you for what you do. I just want to make sure everybody understands that's so important. Our infrastructure is so important. That's why the Improve Act come about uh, to help with the infrastructure. But we have to make sure maintaining roads is a priority. We do. County.
1: And, you know, we, we work close with the uh, sheriff's office and more uh, basically with the school bus because, you know, they travel a lot of the uh, – some of the gravel roads and some of the roads that are not well as well-maintained as the main roads are. And, uh, you know, we uh, – Miss Kim Bradford, she's all the time calling and saying, hey, we got a road down there that needs – the limbs are hitting her bus or – we well, got potholes on this road, or we need a bus turnaround fixed. And, uh, you know, we work, we work pretty close with all the other departments.
0: And you do a great job. Um, projects you have done, you talked a little bit about some projects you've accomplished since you've been in Mill Creek Road was a big one. What are some other things y'all have accomplished, big projects that you can say, hey, this was something that was in need and we finally got to it and got it done?
1: Well, uh, see, Poplar Grove Bridge, but uh, Mr. Lamb had that in in uh, already in play when I came to uh, be the road supervisor. Of course, a bridge that big takes several. I think it was a million and a half dollar bridge, and uh, it's a state aid funded bridge, and we only get like $65,000 a year from the state for a, a state aid money in the bridge department. and it's just like uh, having a piggy bank. You've got to put a lot of money in that piggy bank to build a million and a half dollar bridge. Yeah. And uh, that's one of the things that we got a- accomplished. Uh, and yeah, just uh, several roads this time. We have state aid roads that we have paved. Uh, uh, I can't think of anything. Well, I and said.
0: one of the roads or projects you're working on now in my area is the Elmore Town Bridge. Elmore
1: Town Bridge, yes, it was a it was an issue between us and Baxter, and uh, uh, Baxter didn't have the funding to uh, do it, so uh, they de-annexed the bridge and give it back to the county, and uh, we have a we have a structure in place down there right now. They're they're pouring concrete, and uh, hopefully in about. Another 30, 45 days, we'll have that completed.
0: And that's big for me because that's my area. And one of the first things I got asked when I come in in 2014 as commissioner is when are you going to fix this road? And that's one of the first phone calls I made to you. Randy, what we need to do, and you said, there's nothing I can do. It's in the city of Baxter, and you're not allowed to work on the road in a city like that. No, and,
1: I can't work on nothing that belongs to the city of Cookville, Monterey, Baxter, all good. Uh, and they, think, they can't work on mine either.
0: Right, and I think people get confused on that. But, you know, last year we made the effort as a commission to, to – uh, and to discuss and talk with the city of Baxter, and they decided to de-annex it now, ever since, and you've been working on it since day one pretty much. It's going to be – it's close to being done. Of course, water washes away down there too, and it's been a little bit difficult to, to work, but it'll be done hopefully, like you said, soon. Um, what are some projects coming up, Randy, that you're trying to, to hopefully start on that it's in need in the county?
1: Uh, bridgeway. I have a bridge out in Poplar Grove area that uh, – uh, when it was inspected two years ago it was uh uh up to par and now they inspected it uh last year and they say it's a deficiency and uh it's a top priority to to have something done to it It went from a fifteen ton bridge to to a five ton load wow. limit so and it's it's uh, it's probably a million dollar bridge by the time you get through with it so
0: And you you, know. you can use state aid money on that, correct? Yes. But you're still only getting so much money a year and and, and if you don't use it it just stays in that as we say Piggy right. bank. We, we don't lose it. You don't lose it. It, it, which,
1: it just it just bills in the state aid fund. So
0: And the state's been good about Decrease in the match the county has used to be. They provide eighty percent fund and the county has to come up with twenty. For the last few years, it's ninety eight percent. The state will fund and only county has to put in two percent. So that's a big help to to the counties. That's true. But the money's not coming in a million dollars at a time. It's it's slowly got to build up.
1: No, and this elmore town bridge we're talking about is the Poplar Grove bridge. Deleted our bridge fund and now we've got enough built up to do this Elmore Town Bridge, and by the time we get it done, we're going to be back down close to zero again in our bridge fund. So,
0: Well, hopefully the legislature will come up with some more money for state aid to these counties so they can help on projects like that. That would be ideal. Randy, before we go, I am going to ask you one random question. Um, I know what you like to do, but some of the listeners, when you're not working, which you work a lot, and I, I don't know of a time you're when I call you, you're not working. What's your favorite hobby? Well, I like to fish a little bit and play with my grandkids. What do you like to fish for? Oh, we do
1: a little catfishing in the summertime. <laughs> have a little picnic, and uh, uh, we we catch up a bunch of catfish through the summer.
0: Where's your favorite place to catch catfish?
1: Oh, we go down to what we call a Denny Bottom. Denny down Bottom,
0: to, yep. Yep. Good place to go. Um, your your wife, Jan, I forgot to mention her. She's an absolute wonderful lady and I should have mentioned her first. So I apologize, Jan, you listening and, and Randy. Absolutely by your side the whole right. way. Been one of your biggest supporters. And um, I always tell her, you know, make sure you tell Randy. We, we appreciate him and wanting to be here. And she's, you know, she does. So yeah. I appreciate everything you do. Thank you. You got anything else for us? Uh, I've had that one for 35 years. Yep, so. She's a good one. Uh, you've been listening to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. Join me next week as I'll have with me uh, interim director of schools, Corby King, County Mayor Randy Porter, and Sheriff Eddie Ferris. And we'll be in discussing the uh, construction of a new jail or add-on add to the current jail and the construction possibly of a new school. The commission's discussing that. We've met with the Board of Education. We've met with uh, the sheriff. And, and Mary Porter to talk. Things are getting down to decision time, and we're going to cover all that next week on the episode of Trending. Uh, that would be next Friday at 8 a.m. on News Talk 94.1 FM at 1600 a.m. I hope everybody has a good weekend. Thank you to my producer, Billy Mack, and we'll see you next week.